and welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss all the latest trending stories and news regarding movies and film for the last two weeks of November 2021. I'm your host, Quentin Phillips, and to help break all these stories down, you know, the couple we have, we have Tristan. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. Doing great. Yeah, so uh, anything new with you? Tons of films have dropped in the last two weeks. Uh, have you seen any of them, Trist? I actually went to the theaters this afternoon. Oh, no I way. To, no way. What movie did I, you see? I did. I went and I rewatched Dune, um, but in like Ultra AVX screen or whatever. You know, like basically IMAX, but not or whatever. Yeah. The, the, the variation of IMAX they had at the theater I went to. That's awesome. How so was it? A, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was... It was the same movie, but uh, it, it looked and sounded great. Uh, yeah. The score, the soundtrack in it is amazing. I, I love that movie. It's so good. It's such a theatrical experience. Yeah, 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 it really is. Did you watch it with our brother? No, I, I, I did it by myself when I was in Toronto oh, okay. before nice. I came down. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I watched on the Ultra AVX as well, but I, you know, I was on the front row, so you know, didn't do much. But you know, the score did sound great in that room. It did, yes. Yeah. It's got a great score. Yeah, and then even the even the second time when I watched it at home, uh, it still looks great. It's a great looking film. It is. I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, and also I think it. Well, obviously it has a relatively big budget, but I think compared to other blockbusters, I think it's a pretty generous amount. I don't think it's too crazy. It costed less to make than Jungle Cruise. Okay, I didn't realize it was less than Jungle Cruise. Yeah, that is Let crazy. Let that sink yeah. in, Quentin. Yeah. You I, could make Dune for less money, or you could make <laughs> spend more money and make Jungle Cruise. That is crazy, because, like, no offense, but Jungle Cruise, well, to be fair, I, I don't know if sometimes it was intentional because it's supposed to feel like the ride at times, but, like, some of the CGI looked pretty bad, like, pretty cheap and, like, not good at all. Yeah, I'm only halfway through it. I haven't finished it yet, but I, okay. um, it's... It's generic, if I yeah. were to describe it in one word. Yeah, yeah, it is very generic. There's nothing wrong with it at all. You know, it's got two great actors uh, leading yeah, the film. They're, they're both great. In it. Very fun. I'm a big Jesse Plemons fan, so you know he's in it. He's great. Uh, yeah, a very fun movie overall. You know, but like extremely boring and generic. Yeah, and, and you, you know exactly what's going to happen it, before you hit it. And it does not look great. So the fact that Dune is less is crazy. I knew it was less than Black Widow. That's the movie I was comparing in my head. Because I was like, well, Black Widow doesn't look that great either. Uh, but Jungle Cruise looks worse. So that that's funny. Yeah, because I think Jungle Cruise is like a $220 you know, million dollar budget. Yeah. And Dune was a crisp 200 Yeah. But yeah, which I don't know where. Yeah, I have no idea why. Dune has just as many big name actors. Well, more number wise, probably less in terms of big, having big name like Dwayne Johnson, but just as many big name actors, big name director, big name composer, based on a well known IP, high budget CGI. I don't know why it would be cheaper. Where do they blow the money in Jungle Cruise? Well, I could take a good guess that Disney normally makes all their films in like a studio green screen and just most of the film is CGI. Like they just don't care. They got the money, they could just do that that's true making the set a uh, dune is set like like they filmed in a desert for most of the film like they most of its production location, that's true yeah. yeah so i think that saved them a lot uh, they pretty much just used the cgi for the worm and i imagine like you know all, all like the big action set pieces but, yeah and the special effects and yeah stuff, so. exactly but at least the the sets themselves for the most part are pretty authentic that that's a good point maybe that's where they saved the money yeah and, and it works well. It, it looks fantastic. It really does. I would I would dare say 
easily the best looking film of the year. It looks really good. Yeah, I think it's going to sweep all the technical Oscars this year. I really do. Yeah, I can't think of a single one it would lose to. Uh, well, no. maybe cinematography? I was um, thinking maybe one of the sound ones, so one of the plethora of musicals we have. I think I think it's but, got the sound on Pat. Like I think I score. Think, I think yeah. the score is just so good. It has that best score. Yeah, score is for sure. It, it's 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 definitely the best score I've heard. But I was yeah, thinking cinematography. I I, editing, I think it's gonna win cinematography, but uh, there's a lot of big Oscar beady movies coming out this year that also have incredible cinematography. So I think yeah. that's more up in the air. Like Tragedy of Macbeth and Nightmare Alley, which are both coming out in December. Um, which, you know, the Oscars love Coens and uh, Del Toro. So I think that might be more of a question mark. Does the uh, last name Soho have a chance? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no. Cinematography on that one wasn't, wasn't what you're hoping. I know you're really taken aback by the trailer. Well, I remember the first uh, week I saw that trailer, we did this podcast. I sat down and said, uh, it should automatically be nominated for film editing, and based on the trailer alone, I think it should win. Which, which was quite a stance I had based off of one. It was, it was a bold yeah, statement. Yeah, it was a bold statement. I don't necessarily uh, stand by that statement anymore, but you know what? I, I like the gusto. I, I try to come in here guns blazing sometimes, and I still think it should be like I don't think it should be, but it's still my top five for like film editing. I still think some of the editing is actually incredible. I do think most of the incredible shots uh, they used for that trailer, I did notice that. I was like, oh, all my favorite editing techniques were in that trailer. So, you know, I I, I wasn't wrong. They were fantastic and they worked really well in the film. But most of outside of the shots we saw from the trailer. It's fine, you know. That's normal. It's still a very fun film. I think. Uh, I think you'll like it. Nobody's seen the movie, Tristan. No one saw it. Did you know that's already on demand? Yeah, well, it, it. I think it was in theaters for maybe like a day and a half. It I was, swear, it just wasn't in theaters at all here. Yeah, it was in theaters on October 29th, and it went on demand on November 15th. I think so. Less than two weeks. Less, less than, than two weeks after. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was not pretty good. rough. Well, you know it's rough, Tristan, when French Dispatch made twice as much money as Last Night in Soho opening weekend. Well, yeah, they both came out the same weekend, right? Yeah. Well, French Dispatch was still playing at the theater I went to today. Last Night in Soho was. Crazy. I, I would not have guessed that. You know, I, I personally preferred French Dispatch, but if you put a gun to my head and said, which one will the audiences, like the casual audiences, want to watch more? I figured a neon horror, October, like a horror film yeah. that fits the theme. Like People love Edgar Wright. Type, yeah, Edgar Wright. It really, you know, like the 50s film noir genre yeah. almost. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy, Queen's Gambit, like I thought for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's a big name, big name actress now. Everyone knows, everyone knows the face for sure. I was shocked. I really was shocked that uh, French Dispatch made twice as much. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad it did. I think it deserved to be more successful. I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, I'm, I'm so shocked. excited for Last Night in Soho. I think it's going to be a good one. I, I really liked them both. Andrea preferred Last Night in Soho. So, he's, you know, they're, they're, they're really? both great. I was shocked too. I was shocked too. She wasn't a big fan of French Dispatch. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but another film we both watched uh, a few days ago was King Richard. Have you guys ended up seeing that yet? We have not seen King Richard yet. 
Yeah. I am excited for it. It is good. It is good. I'm and that one I believe we have the opening week here. Uh, or at least I did. That one did pretty good. I made six million opening weekend. You know, Will Smith's really carrying the lead here, so I guess it's could have done better since it's well Will Smith film. But you know what? Yeah, I, I, think it, I thought it would do better than six mil. I was gonna at least double digits, but yeah, it is only like a small, you know, Oscar drama. Yeah, not not a big action adventure film like Will Smith has been in in the past. Exactly. Yeah, this isn't the Will Smith that we would normally see, and you know, like the Bad Boys for Life movie. But yeah, but uh, you, you saw right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, what did you think of it? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. I, I, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Like I was walking in ready because you know I, I don't really have like a film I love yet this year. So I was ready for this to be the one that I would put at the top of my list to be like blown away by, and it wasn't. But I, I still had a great time. I, you know, I teared up at times. I, Will Smith is fantastic. I'm telling you right now, Tristan. He's winning Best Actor. He's got this. I, I he's got. He, it. Has he won an Oscar yet? Nope. No, that's why. That's, that's why I think he's got it. Hey, I haven't seen it, yet, but I hope so. Yeah, a lot of people well, are saying it's. Uh, for you then, Quentin. Sorry. Do you think our dad would like this movie? We're thinking of taking him for for, for uh, his birthday. Okay. Um, maybe it's not super sporty. I would say mom would like it more if I had to pick one of our family members because it's more. Yeah, that's fair. See, we were debating yeah. between this one or the new Ghostbusters movie. What uh, which did fantastic this week? Uh, you know, I guess more people picked that over King Richard here. I guess a lot of families had this dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was much of a dilemma. Ghostbusters made forty four opening weekend. And what are people saying about it? People are liking it. I, from the people, you know, the people I talk to are a bit different than the casual audiences. I guess from what I've heard, it's fine, whatever. But I think for the most part, I think people liked it. I, I, I haven't been hearing that it's terrible all right yeah that's good i've heard a lot of people say it's basically just ghostbusters mixed with stranger things which is kind of the vibe i got that's kind of the vibe i got yeah so we'll ask dad which one he wants to go see probably let him yeah go. yeah i think at the very least you can't go wrong with king richard like even if it's not super sporty like you know it's it's a touching family film for sure yeah it looks like it's a good time yeah, and it's about fatherhood and stuff, you know. It, that's the whole film. It's about it's yeah. More, that's yeah, what I was thinking also. Yeah. Father and his children, really. And it is really good. You know, Will Smith's got some good monologues there. I think, I think he's got. I like Will Smith yeah. a lot. I, I, I'm but hoping I, he I has it. Like yeah, one. I'm a big Will Smith fan. I think a lot of people are saying this or Denzel Washington are kind of the front runners. But I just Denzel's already won twice. Like I don't know. I'm in my mindset. Is like, Macbeth even out yet? What? No, it's not. No. So no one's actually seen that. Uh, the the, the, yet, the critics right? have. Uh, no, there's, uh, there's, it's been in film festivals. Oh, has it? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so a lot of people have seen it. People have said it's, okay. like, he's fantastic. I mean, he's fantastic in everything. Yeah. yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah, but I just keep thinking, I think this is his year. I, th I think Will Smith's got it, and, you know, I'm happy for him. I, I, if, he, if this is the film he wins on, I think that's awesome. I, I really think he was great. I I hope so. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Yeah, uh, and I haven't seen him in anything recently. When was the last time he's been in something? I guess Bad Boys. Yeah, yeah, he's got Bad Boys for life. But yeah, he doesn't do much really. 
No, he's been in a couple movies that flop pretty hard. Yeah. Was that I... like kind of concession about other sports movie he was in? Am I crazy to think the last movie he was nominated for an Oscar was Pursuit of Happiness? Um, he might have been nominated for a song for Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't, that's a possibility. That I don't count, think he right? would have gotten nominated himself. I don't think so. What? You think he would have been nominated for a song? Well, I think if it, like a um. Both the composer of the song and the singer, the lead singer, got the Oscar. Okay. Yeah, but I think the only song that would have been nominated or eligible is the Speechless. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it has to be an original song, right? I don't think he's singing any original songs. Oh, that's fair, I guess. So Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, so I don't think he would have been nominated for anything over there. Yeah, so you're right. Maybe Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, something that blew my well, mind though. Bad Boys, Bad Boys got snubbed for for best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Boys for Life got snubbed. It got nominated for People's Choice. Actually, it won, didn't it, for People's Choice? I <laughs> so. freaking hope so. Bad <laughs> so, Boys for Life. So Will Smith, he he's getting the love over there at least. The people love him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Dune's been out for how many weeks now, Tristan? And it almost made as much as King Richard. I mean, I went to go see it this week. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're part of the. Problem I know which one I'm on. Yeah, I know which one Tristan pushed towards. Uh, and then Clifford, the big red dog, beat it, Tristan. Uh, Clifford, which is not even on its first week already, uh, it's all it's still beating King Richard. You can't beat the dog. You just can't beat the dog, man. He's too big. No. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's you just too darn big. You can't be stopped. But uh, speaking of this week in the box office, uh, Eternals, I, I just want to bring this up because we talked about it last time, about how we were interested in its second week and now the third week for Eternals. So the first opening week, as we already discussed, 71,000, or sorry, a 71 million uh, opening weekend, which was huge. But then the second week, it went down to 17 million. And then this week, it went to 10 million. Well, where was it overall? I was, it was second in the box office this week. It lost, oh, it's looking second, okay. Lost to Ghostbusters. Of course, yeah. Well, it yeah. just came out. Yeah, well, you know, but it didn't really have any other company. If Clifford the Big Red Dog beat Eternals on its third week, I would have died. Well, how many How many more weeks was Dune in than Eternal? Well, Dune's been in uh, October 22nd. October 22nd. So it came out two weeks before. So it's, I okay. believe it's on its fifth week then? Yeah, it'll be on its fifth week. Yeah. And it, I mean, it only made $4 million less, so it was pretty close, really. Yeah. Well, one thing we uh, I thought was interesting, Clifford the Big Red Dog Tristan almost beat Eternals on its second week. It was close. Yeah, that is close. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it beats it next week. It got, uh, it made 17 million on the second week for Eternals, and Clifford, I believe, made 15 million. So it was only a couple million off, and Clifford was day and day release on Paramount Plus. So good for Clifford. Yeah, but Clifford has years <laughs> of a big franchise behind his belt. That's true. Yeah. Right? yeah. Clifford's a beloved character. Yeah. You didn't know who any of the Eternals were prior to this movie. It's true. Eternals is an original IP. Yeah, it's not attached to any pre-existing franchise that breaks in billions of dollars a yeah, year. Exactly. It's, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's an underdog. Lots of marketing behind it. Come on. It didn't have a chance compared to the Goliath that is Clifford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfair competition. Yeah. 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 But, but I do think I agree with you. I think we were saying 
what was more successful, Eternals or Chongxi? Uh, Chongxi, already just based off the first three weeks, is now making way more than Eternals. And we're not even talking about like merchandise or anything. Like, just really, I think the reception of Eternals has overall hurt it. Like, this is a pretty. Ab- no, absolutely. And look, Shang-Chi was still playing in that theater I went to today. I walked past it, and I saw the poster playing for the theater. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's still in. They're still showing Shang-Chi, you know? And Eternals, of course, was still in as well. But, like, Eternals is three weeks out. Shang-Chi is, what, over two full months now? Yeah. And last week, on Disney+, Plus, they dropped Shang-Chi on the service yeah. for free. You can watch on Disney+. Plus so you can watch it for free. That was last week. It was the second week for Eternals in the box office. And on Letterboxd, more people reviewed Shang-Chi that week over Eternals. Like, it just dropped on Disney+. Plus. People have already seen it over and over. It has. It got more reviews during those days uh, when it dropped on Disney+, Plus than Eternals on its second week in the theaters. Like, it, it's crazy how Shang-Chi is still, right now, overthrowing Eternals at every corner. Um, it's crazy. In all fairness, though, it was a better movie. So, like, it should be. Oh, have you seen Eternals? I, yeah, I saw Eternals, I think, opening weekend. Opening week? I saw it a while ago. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, when we discussed it, neither of us have seen it. Uh, so, w- what was your thoughts? We were saying how when one of us watched it, we were going to discuss whether or not, you know, oh. what, what the critic reception was for it. I already thought I talked about it on here. It was, it was okay. It wasn't bad by any means. Right. It was just, you know, a big sci-fi movie. I think the biggest downside for Eternals was it came out within the same month as Dune, which basically does everything that Eternals attempts to do, but does it about five times better in every way. Okay. You know, the action scenes were better. The plot was more interesting. The characters were more developed. You know, the settings were nicer. The score was better. Pretty much everything that Eternals wanted to do, Dune just did better. Um, so unless you really, really love superheroes, and the fact that Eternals is more of a superhero twist on it than Dune does, and that's really the only selling point to it over Dune. I am also just a big Dune fanboy at this point, so there, there's that. So take it with a grain of salt, but I think that's Eternals' biggest weakness. is It, it, feels, it feels like it's off-brand Dune at this point since it came out so recently. Yeah, that probably hurts. It kind of like how... Yeah, totally different comparison, but... Coda and Sound of Metal tackled the same subject, and Sound of Metal came out early, just a bit earlier, and seemed to handle it a bit better. It just made Coda feel like you know that less impactful, even though it isn't at fault of the film at all. It was just the timing, you know. It's a timing is kind of a big thing for film, so that, yeah. That makes sense. And it seems to happen a lot where two different franchises make two movies that seem relatively similar, and they come out around the same point in time, like Madagascar and the Wild, or both like kids animated animal movies but animals getting lost from zoos that came out in the same summer you know or yeah. I think the white house down and olympus has fallen came out in the same same summer and they're both presidents getting getting attacked by terrorist movies as far as the Arnold goes it, it was good it wasn't bad they introduced like 10 new characters in the movie i think maybe even like 11 uh all the different eternals so there's a whole bunch of them and so they are. I feel like for the first like half of the movie, we're really trying to figure out who's who, what power do they have, what are their names, you know, what's the relationships are like, and they, uh, you know, and a couple of them are very clearly the main characters, and then there's some that are very clearly barely in the movie at all. But of course, it's the side characters that tend to be everyone's favorite. I think the the, the main few were okay. They were all right, but they were they were pretty boring for the most part. 
some of the side, some of the side eternal characters like Drug. Drug is usually my fave, but some of them are really cool. So this is the lowest scored MCU film ever on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, is that's, that's, that's where I have a problem with it. It's it's not what was promised to us, which was supposed to be some more maybe mature or less generic Marvel movie, you know, with a you know a more high profile director attached to it who's going to direct in a certain way that film buffs might like it more. It was it's not like that. It was a very generic Marvel movie. It was fine. It wasn't bad by any means, but it's it's yeah. not the worst. Like Thor: The Dark World exists. The original Thor movie exists. Iron Man two and three exist. Those are all dreadful films. The Incredible Hulk is better than all that. Captain Marvel, but it's not much better than those. You know what I mean? It's no. Yeah, it's about as. It's for sure is... not like that mid. You know the solid tier of Marvel movies. Okay. Yeah, it's about as this is like bottom five, but I'm guessing not. Then okay, that's not bad. No, I'll put it like C tier. You know. Okay. Okay. Like, like, like below average, but not substantially. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll eventually check it out. You know, I'm, not, I'm waiting. I think maybe the one thing that I'll hurt it more than the other ones is it's a little less funny, which I don't think is an issue. Um, but I think because of that, it makes it feel a little longer. That, and it's just actually pretty freaking long. It right. feels its runtime. I think that's probably the biggest issue with it. Okay. Is it, yeah. it feels its entire two hour and 15 minute runtime or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's a long one. Well, I'm good if it. You know, if it's less funny, I feel like their comedy, since there's been like 25 of them, is, is getting a little stale for me. So if they try to spice things up a bit, you know, I, might I It also is the one thing that makes this not feel as same as the rest, is they don't have as many of the lame one-liners. They're still in there Good. for sure. It's not quite as <laughs> Yeah, no, I heard They don't one... end every paragraph with a quippy one-liner. They could have some dialogue go yeah. left, left, left without it. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard one painful one-liner from the trailer and so that got me a little nervous that was gonna be the same thing but that's good oh they're still in there for sure <laughs> so anyways disney plus had its uh big you know 30 year anniversary i think second like that. that second that that makes more sense uh where they're celebrating you know that they're showing off some new projects they're working on i'm sure you've seen it all tristan anything that really sticks out to you Anything that you know, thought all the different like Disney Plus they announced. Well, most of them are already announced, right? Yeah, yeah most of them already knew. Very few new things. It was more like getting more information on stuff we already knew about. I'm even more excited than I was before about that Pixar uh, win or lose show that's coming. That's probably my most anticipated thing going to Disney Plus. Yeah, what is that? I don't know anything about it. It's about like a, a middle school girl softball team. And it all takes place uh, like uh, the week leading up to the main championship for the for their softball, and each episode or you know throughout the episodes it, it takes place from different people's perspective on the team, and it all recounts the events of this week leading up to the championship from different people's perspectives, um, and so I'm really excited for it. The animation looks really unique and cool, um, and Pixar you know they're pretty damn good at this kind of stuff. So I, this looks pretty exciting to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting is all the new stuff they announced that we didn't know prior are mostly movies. And I think my biggest criticism of Disney Plus has been that it's all TV shows and I have no interest in any of those. So I think, you know, at least it's, they're starting, you know, at least they're starting to make more movies, even though they're all basically remakes uh, with like Hocus Pocus, Ice Age, Cheaper by the Dozen, Diary for Wimpy Kid. Uh, you know, at least we're getting movies, so that's exciting. I, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty decent uh, announcement they had. Not much. Yeah, and they, and they look. Disney already came out and did something that Warner Brothers was too afraid to do. 
All right. Warner Brothers made Doom, but they're going to wait to see how it performed before promising any sort of sequel. But Disney, the bold and brave they are, oh, yeah. came out and announced they're making Dive Wimpy Kid 2, Roderick Rules, before the first one even comes out. A, a, a bold strategy here, Quentin. They're taking a stand behind Dive Wimpy Kid pretty hard. What do you think? You think this means it's going to be a better movie than Dune? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that means. Uh, you know, I'm sure... I think the best person we should check in on whether or not this is going to be a good movie or not would be our little brother Hayden, who actually like read the books and likes the franchise. I know nothing about it. I I, I read the no, I read the books too. Me oh, and me both read the books. Okay, well then, yeah, I'm sure you two would be uh, more knowledge. Oh, we're we're, see, we're yeah. seeing this the night it comes out for sure. We're excited. <laughs> this was going to theaters. We'd be there opening night. No question. Oh my gosh, yeah, I, I think uh, I've we're, seen we're the. Pretty excited for this over here. I think maybe I saw the live, the first live action one with you. Maybe I don't I don't remember anything about them. I have no idea. I think I've seen all three, unless there's a fourth live action. I'm pretty sure I've seen three of them. I've definitely not I seen two and three. Third one had like a different cast. Okay. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen two or three. I'm sure they're going to be good. I might. It has potential to be a good, you know, to make a good movie. I don't think it's a lost cause. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. Honestly, the last action ones weren't terrible, the first two. No. No, they were, and they were I, perfectly fine, you know, kids' movies. I think I read the first book after you read it one time. Like, I, I think they're pretty funny. I think they're, yeah, I agree with you. I think they have potential to be really fun. What I like about them is they're fairly simple. They're kind of like slice of life books or movies I like for that kids too. yeah which is sort of like a weird genre for kids content but it manages to keep it up by having sort of like almost spongebob-esque type humor where it's real goofy and silly yeah i think spongebob's um, a good comparison very much as like a bunch of spongebob characters living everyday life basically yeah but more based like around reality they're humans right. they go to yeah. school yeah it's just like their personalities yeah uh, you know, nothing crazy happens. No one has superpowers. No one goes to jail or plots to destroy the world. Just they go to school, they live their life, they get bullied, they go to sleepovers, and you know, yeah. shit happens. It's yeah. it's pretty fun. I'm excited for the movie. Honestly, that's gonna be good. Yeah, maybe I should maybe I should watch it because uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of a uh, slice of life kind of films. So yeah, I I think this one might be. I feel like it's gonna feel a lot like the the DreamWorks Captain Underpants movie, where it'll be okay for the most part, but pretty generic. Right. And I'm afraid they might try to make it a little more adventurous and more exciting than it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my fear. If they just keep it like how the book style is, I, I think it should be a fun time. But hopefully yeah, they don't... Yeah, it would be a, yeah. a diary, right? It's just yeah. like things that happen in this kid's life, and he's just kind of a loser. Another story that I thought was pretty interesting, uh, not so much this story in particular, but I think as a whole we haven't really discussed it much, and that is uh, spe- specifically variety but i'm sure other news sources as well feeling the need to take relatively respected directors that make relatively great films that are releasing this year and asking them what their thought is on the mcu so a story that was trending this week or i guess last week was jane champion the uh, sorry jane campion the director of the upcoming netflix film that's dropping i believe at the end of this week the power of the dog and they asked her what her thoughts were on the MCU and if she would want to direct a movie from them. And she said she had no interest in directing the MCU. She doesn't really like watching them and she thinks they're pretty bad. And then, oh, then Twitter lost their mind. And my whole thing is, here's my beef. Tristan, why is it that news sources feel the need to take these directors 
and they just want to get they they just want to stir up controversy. They obviously they want to get like trending tweets and get people to read their article. But like yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want to they want to produce what gets clicks. Yeah, and so I really I don't blame the news headlines as much as I blame the people sharing them and talking about them, which is us right now. But that's okay. Well, I'm telling people, stop. I, I am banning Variety. I'm not reading any more of their news articles. They annoy the crap out of me. I, I absolutely hate it. I, I think it's super stupid. Yeah. Just because they both, you know, because they direct movies doesn't mean they want to direct Marvel movies. Do they even like Marvel? Yeah. I think, and they don't have to. That's totally fine. Yeah. I think I'm starting to uh, come to terms that the reason why, like, the MC, like, the superhero fans have such a divide with, like, the critics or you know more like film viewing audiences i don't know like, like people on letterbox i think the reason why there's a bit of a divide is from these people that are clearly trying to like get stuff going right like the people that are here like me to actually see what jane Campion has to say to like promote her film because i've heard it's really really good like i'm actually excited to watch this on netflix next week uh, like, like me, I, I just wanted to read just to see like what her thoughts were on like whatever questions like, oh, like uh, what made her inspire to direct in that kind of setting. Uh, no, uh, screw that. Uh, they just want to get MCU fans to make fun of her. Like the articles are the reason why there's a divide between like superhero fans and like other film fans. Like I, what's the beef? I feel like they're creating this fake tension. Well, and I also think. These people, these actors or directors, you know, the famous people promoting their movies are, are spending all day sitting in a sweaty room talking to sweaty news reporters who come in and they rapid fire off like five questions in 30 seconds because they have to channel like hundreds of these freaking, you know, people in and out for, for articles and interviews and crap all within like the same two days. And they get keep getting the same questions about movies that, that – aren't even relevant to what they're trying to do. They're there to promote their movie, and they're getting questions asked about Marvel movies and stuff, and they don't care. That's not what they're there for. They're there to promote their movie that they just spent months, maybe even years, working on, right? Blood, sweat, and tears went into this thing. And all people care about are some other movies that have nothing to do with this movie they just worked on. I don't blame them for getting pissed off. I would be. They just put, you know, how much effort into this movie that they made, and no one gives a crap. They're just asking about Marvel stuff. That's what it clicks online. I can't remember the name of the movie you're talking about that this story is from. Because <laughs> I never heard of it before, because no one cares. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Somebody made a tweet where they made the remark. Like, imagine if you're Jane Campion, which you've worked 30-plus years in your directing career. Uh, you finally get a film that's picked up by Netflix, and you finally have a chance. There's buzz that she'll be one of the first female uh, directors to uh, be nominated multiple times. She's uh, pretty well renowned from films in the early 2000s and late 1990s. Like she's made some pretty, you know, some pretty solid films and she's finally getting recognition again for her filmography to be on Netflix. And she has a chance for best picture. And like, she's finally getting this buzz and you sit down and they're like, so do you want to direct a multi-million dollar, like, blockbuster Marvel film? Like, of course she's going to be, like, frustrated. Like, she's finally sitting here ready to promote this movie. She must have been so excited. It's finally getting traction. And that's their question. Like, man, I don't also, know. All these Marvel stands complaining online, like, saying how she doesn't want to direct a Marvel movie or something like that. She thinks she's better than Marvel movie. Trust me. You guys wouldn't like the Marvel movie she would direct. You know what I mean? Like, like you probably aren't excited for her upcoming film. You probably haven't watched her in many of her previous films. And you probably won't like many of her future works. 
the reason why she doesn't want to direct one of your Marvel movies is you probably wouldn't like the movie that she's going to direct. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not really an insult that she doesn't want to direct one. Like, really, is she going to be a great director for a Marvel film? Could very well just be. Not her style. Yeah. It's like when an Italian chef refuses to make Chinese food. And you're like, come on, man. I love Chinese food. Why do you hate Chinese food so much? (laughs) Maybe it's not that they hate Chinese food. It's just not what they know what to do. It's not their job. That's not what they're good at. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I I thought that was hilarious. Somebody, uh, one of the top comments for uh, this article that was trending said, that's it. Jane Campion, I am not going to watch your movie when it comes out in a few weeks. Because how dare you make fun of the MCU? And, and <laughs> it kills me because let's be real, buddy. Was he really going to watch a Jane Campion Power of the Dog Netflix film? Like, was that what prov- he was really excited for it, Tristan? But that really. He had it on iceberg. his calendar for months, Quentin. <laughs> but now, after those heinous words towards the MCU, he has erased it. Yeah, he says he doesn't support bullying. I believe that's what he said. How how dare she make fun of the poor little MC? Making fun of something and bullying it are two very different things. And to be fair, I wouldn't even say she's making fun of it. She'd even like come out and say, she, "Oh, by the way, I hate the MCU." They asked her, and she said, "I'm not a fan of their films." Like it's the, it, it was a question. She answered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have an opinion on things. Yeah, that that's more than a lot. That's not bullying. Yeah, and to be fair, like yeah, you know, I I haven't seen that many films of hers, but from what I have seen of her. Uh, yeah, I don't think she'd be a great MCU director. So you know what? I think we're all winning at the end of this. I think I think we're all okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Variety also rubbed me the wrong way this week. Uh, for like a littler story here, they interviewed, oh my gosh, what's her name? Uh, 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 Kristen Stewart for the new Spencer film. And, and so, they asked her if she wanted to be in an MCU movie, didn't they? <laughs> no. I'm sure that Have was a question. Have you playing Spider-Gwen? Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, well, to be fair, she would be a pretty good spider one. She would absolutely crush it. <laughs> yeah. But they asked her if she, uh, if she's excited that she's getting a lot of traction for the Oscars, and she gave like an actually like really well thought out. I like she, you know she she gave her like she was very vulnerable expressing how she's like really excited that she's finally getting acknowledged by critics because you know no offense to Christian Stewart, but I think we all know that she was like shat on for like decades from Twilight, right? So this is kind of a big deal for her that she's finally yeah. Getting, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Her and Robert Patterson are kind of having their careers bouncing back around the same time after yeah. covering Twilight. Yeah, it is funny that, yeah, Twilight kind of damaged them for a bit, but they're both kind of bouncing back. Baby. They're both back. Yeah, yeah but she, uh, I've been but, loving both of their recent works. Yeah. So. Yeah, so anyway, so she said, like, this nice, you know, expressing how she feels and how excited she is that she's finally getting recognition. And then at the end of it, she says, or, you know, I could just say I don't give a fuck. And then Variety posts their article that says, Christian Stewart said she doesn't give a fuck about the Oscars. <laughs> I, I saw the headline. I've seen the headline before. I didn't bother looking into it. I'm like, oh, well, I wouldn't care either. Yeah. And I just kept scrolling. Yeah, so funny. I assumed she just didn't care, which I, who, who why does it matter? Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter, but it's so funny. It won't make funny. her performance anymore. Because, like, no, it doesn't. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe if, the if like, the Oscar voters like, well, she doesn't give a fuck. Am I, like, if that's really what, like, the mindset is at times. Because some people are like, how dare she not give a fuck about the, like, whatever like variety always takes one little word you say and then they just twist it around so they kill me uh, this week they were on some kind of freaking drug i don't know what the fuck they were doing with their articles 
And that's why you should stick to Pop Top Tropics. That, that's right. We tell you the real yeah. journalism. Exactly. The title of this podcast is not going to be uh, Christian doesn't give a fuck about the Oscars. I guarantee can you. It be, can, we make, can we make it on the title? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the five viewers listening are really going to change their mind about Stuart now. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that's all the main stories I have. I have one fun story that I want to talk about that's, you know, not movie-related, but I thought was still pretty interesting. And that is vandalism on a car in D.C. this week where somebody was clearly very upset that somebody cheated on them. And so, like, a rational person, they went to their car and spray-painted, Mike is a cheater on the car, they smashed all the windows, they... Oh, I know what happened. It's the wrong car. Yeah, they sprayed it it all on the hood, and they broke the mirrors off. And yes, as you said, Tristan, it was the wrong car. They... they, It was the wrong car. (laughs) Vandalized some poor, innocent old woman's car, and she's like, Oh, my I don't even know who Mike is, but like, <laughs> I don't know who did this, and they, and they still don't know. They, they still don't know who did it. Uh, from this, from this was posted about a day ago, and they still don't know. That's awful. So she is she stuck with the bill? Um, I imagine maybe. I don't know. If I was her, I'd just tough it out a week and wait to see if they can figure out who it is. I'm not footing the bill. No, if I were her right now, start a GoFundMe. If they figure out who it is in a week, you can keep both money. <laughs> you're thinking two steps ahead somebody contact this old woman i don't know if she knows what a goal, uh, gofundme is exactly yeah yeah so somebody help her out but uh you know who the real winner is out of all this tristan mike well mike, mike. Yeah, he really came out <laughs> mike's on top. car that's like eight feet away just around <laughs> the corner there exactly the yeah. mike is glad that he used his grandmother's like, car to, yeah that, he yeah. used his grandmother's car to pick up a girl once and he's he's, he's thankful for it because she beat up that car instead and Mike got to bang two girls, and he got to keep his car. That that's a that, that's a true winner right there. Wait, did he did he bang the old lady? <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, maybe, maybe that was the girl that he uh, cheated on her with. Oh, maybe. Yeah, bringing some layers to the story now. So another interesting thing is, I guess maybe it's because it's in the Thanksgiving season for the Americans, not for us, Tres. We've already no, celebrated. It was over. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a little behind. But there is some interesting new foods that are being released. Uh, two from you know relatively well-known companies are releasing some updated versions of their product. And so Tristan, I have two different foods here. Let me know which one you'd be more interested in. I think I already know your answer. But we have a Reese's peanut butter cup in the size of a pumpkin pie, in the size of like a full pie. Uh-huh. Okay. See, we have I've seen the one pounder ones before. But this is even bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, this that's, is that's pretty, Yeah, this is the size cool. of a whole pumpkin pie. It costs $45 to get this. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's a lot of money for 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 a pie. Yeah, it'd be like at least two jars of peanut butter worth, I imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get at least two pies from Costco for that price. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a big pie. Yeah, you can probably get three pies from Costco for that price. Yeah, so yeah, pretty big Reese peanut butter cup. Uh, but the second food option we have here, Tristan, is Arby's vodka. Oh, oh, so, I've heard about this actually. Yeah, so Arby's has released two different versions. They have the curly fry vodka or the crinkle fry vodka. I think I gotta go of all three of the options. 
the Arby's curly fried vodka is the way to go here. Oh, really? I was thinking the pie. I thought we were both going to lean that way. Uh, I'm not a big vodka guy. It, I've had a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's true. It was bigger. That's a good All point. Right. It, that changed nothing but size. All right. Now, curly fry vodka. Now we're cooking. Yeah, that's fair. It, it, to be fair, the Reese's peanut butter cup is like one of the best chocolates ever. So you can never they're, go wrong with more of it. Uh, but what I'm interested in is if I'm going to have one, I kind of want to try both. I want to know what's the difference between crinkle fry and curly fry vodka. Well, the big one between curly, the curly, yeah, the curly fries have like a seasoning on it. So I'm assuming it'll just be that added to the vodka. But what is the uh, regular crinkle cut fries? Is that just like salt? Because vodka already has potatoes in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that's the potatoes that they're using now. They just substitute it. Yeah, and probably, I guess it's more salt in it. I feel like the, cr the curly one will have, like, the seasoning, seasoning in it. Yeah, so you can order it exclusively at arbysvodka.com starting, uh, well, it's already out. It's, it's out right now, baby. Oh, perfect. Go go buy it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, here, here I'll, I'll Google it right now. I just want to see how much it is. How much do you think an Arby's It's already vodka... sold out, I guarantee you. Oh, is it? I bet you. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think that's how they do it. I think they intentionally sell it for a lot cheaper. I, so sorry, I think they intentionally sell like only like 20 of them. Just to like, you know, get it trending that they actually sold it. But it's probably not really there. Yeah, sold out. Both both of them, Tristan. Unbelievable. They were both sold. I knew they'd be sold out, man. Yeah, $60 each. 60 bucks? That's not, that's not terrible, I guess. Well, 60 American, that'd be like 80 for us. Oh, crap. 60 American, yeah, that's quite a bit. We just sold, well, you know. I I thought it'd be 100 bucks, so that's, that's lower than I was expecting. Yeah, and then and then they have uh, ingredient, like recipes here for to make your special drinks with Like them. cocktails? Yeah, like a curly fry Bloody Mary. There you are. <laughs> I think that's the only one they got. I think they got uh, curly fry Bloody Mary and crinkle fry Bloody Mary. I guess that's all you can make out of it. Just Bloody Marys. Well, you know, I guess we'll have to show up for the next one, Tristan. You know, it's, it's been yeah, out we'll for, be ready for it next time. It's been out for three days. It's already sold out. They sold out in three hours, man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. was waiting, marking on their calendars for when Arby's is finally going to release their vodka. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, they, there you go. That's all I have on my end. Anything new going on with you, Trist? No, man. Same old. Anything uh, coming up that you're excited for? I am going to be seeing House of Gucci opening night. Oh, you're seeing opening <laughs> I'm excited for House of Gucci. <laughs> it looks so bad. It's going to be good. I, I need you to know it's going to be good? I think it's going to be absolutely terrible. But, like, I haven't seen a movie that's so bad it's good in a theater. And I, I just, I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's gonna be good. I don't know. I know I, nothing about it. I've just seen the posters, no trailers or nothing. Do you want me to tell you like a little press screen that Lady Gaga is no, doing? No, I don't want to know a thing. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch it, uh, I'll tell you the story after. Maybe, maybe you'll you'll appreciate it more. Uh, but it just makes me excited. I think it's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be like terrible, uh, but I think it's gonna be like relatively okay with like some really cringy goofy moments so i'm excited i think it's gonna be fun i'm very hyped for this movie i don't know why i don't know why i want to see it so bad but i'm yeah. looking forward to it yeah i think i'm gonna watch it opening night because it's only in theaters and i you know who knows by the time it's out at theaters it might be like three months by then so i just want to watch it now i can't wait fair enough
Uh, Spider-Man dropped a second trailer. I'm sure you've seen that, Trist. Nope. <laughs> I've seen the first one, though. They keep showing on every Oh, yeah? Yeah. Honestly, fine, honestly, the second trailer doesn't really show much. It's pretty much the same stuff they saw in the first, so that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to get spoiled on much more, I don't think. I think you're okay. Uh, and I imagine you've seen the newest poster for Spider-Man. I don't know. I see a lot of Spider-Man posters, but I can never tell if they're real or fake. Okay. Yeah, that's that is true. I see, I see so many. I see new Spider-Man posters every day. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of fake posters for that movie. Yeah, but at, at this point, any poster I see, except for like the ones that are you know heavily used for marketing, I basically assume it's a fan-made poster, unless I start seeing it at legitimate places. That's fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think that's good. I think they need to show as little as possible at this point. Everyone's hype trusted. Like, right? Like, as long as they just show us the same crap over and over, as long as they yeah, just keep us hyped, yeah, I'm we, good. Yeah, we've seen enough. We're already buying the tickets. Like, I would actually be pissed if they started showing, like, actual stuff that's happening, right? I so. would be. I I think they've already shown way too much. Yeah, well, hey, I agree with you, Tristan. I agree. I really wished that they only showed, like, really the bare minimum, honestly. Like, just show Doctor Strange... Uh, you know, you saw the first trailer, Doctor Strange saying, oh, hey, like, we gotta rechange the past so they can't know who you are. And then that's it. Like, I, we don't even need to see Doc. Like, like keep this all a secret for us, right? Yeah. That, that, that would have been good. All you had to do was just say, hey, guys, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. And then stop. And that's probably enough for 70% of the people going to go watch the movie. Like, yeah, let's be real. Like... Eternals, which is deemed a bad MCU film, made seventy million opening week. Spider Man is making like hundred and fifty opening week, and when it drops and everybody sees it, the word of mouth will be electric. Like why they should have showed us nothing. They really should have. It would have been sucks. Well yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a possibility. You know, aside from that, yeah, <laughs> that's a good, I guess, yeah, maybe that's the case. And to be fair, uh, the only thing I got from the second trailer is that I think it looks worse than I thought it was going to be. But... See, Hayden, Hayden got the opposite impression. Like, Hayden seemed way more stoked by the second than the first. I think it's going to be fun. Either way, Tristan, it, it, the trailers don't matter shit to me, Tristan. I am watching this opening week. This is the oh, I'm only, so excited. I'm only so excited MCU film. I will, yeah, this is the only MCU film since Endgame that I'm genuinely excited for. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for this, man. Like, you know, I fucking love Spider-Man. I'm a sucker for it. You know, I feel like I'm one of them when it comes to Spider-Man, right? Like, I feel the hype that they all get. Like, I'm excited I love Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm a sucker for it. They, they can make five more of these fuckers, and I'll watch it if it has Spider-Man in it. I'll be oh, real yeah. with you. But, like, you know, Eternals, I haven't even seen it yet. I don't care. Whatever. I'll, I'll wait a few months. I don't I don't care. Spider-Man... But everyone, everyone's thinking the same thing you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spider-Man is an exception, though. Like, what, like any MCU movie coming out in the next few years, they, they, they reveal it on that Disney Plus, mostly TV shows for their Disney Plus service. But, like, all the movies coming out after Spider-Man, I don't care. I don't. When's Spider-Man 4 coming out? That's all I want. I'm, I'm down for Spider-Man 4. That's really on my end. Uh, Spider when's Spider-Man coming out? December 17th? December something for sure. So we have like, what, three weeks until Spider-Man's out? Yeah, three, four weeks, something like that. That's pretty crazy. Anyways, that's everything on our end. Have a fantastic day, guys.